This is Fearless Rebel Radio, a podcast about body positivity, self-worth, anti-dieting, and feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanen, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is part one of episode 164, and it's a special episode because I'm speaking to four incredible women whose stories I know are going to resonate with you. These are four of my clients who worked with me during the You on Fire program. You can find all the links mentioned in this podcast at summerinandin.com forward slash 164. In case you're wondering what You on Fire is, You on Fire is my flagship program. It's a 12-week online group coaching program that gives you a step-by-step way of building up self-worth beyond your gene size with personalized coaching from me and lifetime access so that you can get free of body shame and live life on your own terms. I love to share these stories because I know you can relate to them. They show you that it doesn't matter your age or your size. It is possible to feel more neutral in your body and no longer fret about your reflection. You know, I don't share my story a lot on here. I know I have on other podcasts and it's in my book, but... I know that sometimes people can say like, well, Summer, it was easier for you because you're in a smaller sized body or it's easier for you because you're already in a relationship. And so that's why I like to share these stories because they show that it really doesn't matter your situation, your age, your size. It's possible for everyone to do this work and to feel better about themselves and not let the size of their body rule their emotions or their decisions. There can be so much fear when we stop dieting and the idea of accepting your body can feel like giving up. You know, you might be thinking things like, I can't accept this body or I can't do this because I'm afraid I'll gain weight or I'm not ready to take this sleep or I'll never be able to trust myself. And I share these stories with you to show you that everyone has those fears to some degree before we start working together. It's totally normal. No one ever feels ready to do this work. (laughs) And the reason why is because anytime we're outside of our comfort zone, which it is when you do something like this, accepting your body means being outside your comfort zone in the beginning. Our voice of fear comes in and is like, no, 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 we got to stay here. (laughs) So you will never feel ready to do this work. And so those fears that I mentioned, you know, I can't accept this body. I can't trust myself. I'm not ready to take this leap. Everyone I've ever worked with has felt that way to some degree when I start working with them. And then they are so much freer and more comfortable in their skin after a few short months. And they do not regret (laughs) taking that leap at all. As you'll hear one of the women say, you will never go back to day zero. You will never go back to day zero. And I think that that is a really important thing to keep in mind is that, yes, the journey has ups and downs. It's not linear, but you will never go back to day zero. And I share these stories because I want to show you that it's possible to learn to be kinder to yourself and to quiet that judgmental voice in your head that is often so loud, maybe whenever you see a reflection or a picture or whenever you get up in the morning and start feeling like you're not productive enough or all that other stuff. It is possible to stop caring so much about what others think and be able to speak up or enjoy social occasions more. It is possible to find out who you are in your core and know that your value is so much more than your appearance. 
it's possible to experience life differently because you have more agency over yourself, your opinions, your choices, and you're more present in your everyday interactions. And it is possible to look in the mirror and maybe like what you see or not, but be able to go with on with your day and live your life without fretting about it. That's a big one. <laughs> and what I know for sure is that it is possible to have so much more mental space to just be and fully experience the life that is in front of you. And that's what these stories show. These, they show you that you, you can learn to do these things. And it's an honor for me to witness these changes that happen and the people I work with. They really do become free and they feel more liberated. And what's so great is that it's, it's not just the individual impact. It's not just about them wearing a bikini or showing up in a picture on social media. It's about them having an influence on other people in their life and changing this culture. You know, there's no going back for them. And with all of the changes they experience, they start to leave a different kind of mark on this world by no longer hiding. And I believe that's how we change this culture. You know, when we open our eyes to the ways in which we've been influenced by society's standards and diet culture, and we say, you know what, I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to reclaim my power. It can really result in some incredible things. And it has a ripple effect, whether that's to your kids, to your partner, to your coworkers, or to other people in your community. That's how we take down diet culture. And I honestly believe that this work will help to make the world a better place for the next generation. And I do this because I know that it's possible. And I know that you're all inherently worthy. And it's possible for you to know that you're good enough and to be able to experience life without letting your body hold you back. I ask you to really just like imagine what life could be like for you in three months from now or six months from now, if you took the leap and decided to work on accepting your body and believing you're good enough. And the stories that I'm going to share today are going to show you what, what is possible after a few short months. And that's why I love to share them. They're examples of how it is possible to, to go from letting your body rule your emotions to not fretting about your reflection and getting on with your life and living your life on apologetically on your terms. So if you are thinking, if you're nodding your head and thinking like, wow, this sounds really great, please help me, <laughs> which I would love to do. The next cycle of You on Fire will be starting mid-April 2020. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this in a different year, <laughs> let's hope we all get out of this pandemic. Um, if you are <laughs> listening to this at a different time, you can get details on the next cycle. Just go to summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. Go to summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire to get details of the program to sign up for the April cycle. And if this is a different month or year, then you can go and get your name on the wait list and find out when the next cycle is going to run. And if you want to know more about the program, I'll just quickly tell you in You on Fire, you learn how to have confidence in who you are and no longer have those temptations to diet and be able to challenge the thoughts that you have around wanting to be thinner and to let go of all the shoulds. So all the things that you think you should be in order to just be who you are. You learn how to believe that you're good enough and turn down the criticizing all or nothing perfectionist voice in your head that criticizes you when you see a picture or when you look in the mirror. You learn how to accept and feel comfortable in your body and be okay with a full body photo, wearing your bathing suit and seeing a reflection without doing a body scan. 
you learn how to give way less fucks about what other people think and to rid yourself of comparisons. And you learn how to figure out who you really are. You know, you get to know who you are on a soul level and what's truly important to you in this life and start to live your life in alignment with those values and that purpose and be able to like say and do and wear what you want. So you can find out more about that and check out the other links that are mentioned in this podcast at summerinandin.com forward slash 164 because this is episode 164 and it's part one because I have broken this into two episodes. So I'm going to do two interviews in this episode and then there will be two other interviews that happen in part two. So let's get started with this show. The first woman that you're going to meet is Sam. And Sam had done a lot of work around healing her relationship with food, but she still struggled with her body image. And she knew that that was the last piece of the puzzle that she really had to dive into in order to feel better overall, because she still felt a lot of shame when she looked at photos. So she would avoid them. And she disliked the way certain parts of herself looked. So she didn't wear certain clothes. And she just says overall that it was just taking up so much energy to not like her body. And it's amazing to see where Sam is now. So without further ado, this is Sam's Spotlight. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sama. I'm so happy to have you here. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time right now. You're welcome. So why don't you start off by telling everyone just a little bit about who you are and where you live? Sure. So yeah, my name's Sam and I'm 33 years old and I live in the Southern Hemisphere. I'm from New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand. And I am a nurse. Yeah, which is a really interesting time to be a nurse, I'm sure. Yes, it is an interesting time to be a nurse. Nice to have a day off and to to sort of, yeah, have some time out from that. Good, <laughs> good. We could do a whole other episode on that. But... Yes, we definitely could. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, why don't you talk a little bit about what some of your struggles were with your body or um, and, and if... And if it was impacting your relationship with food, then you can talk to that too before we started working together. Okay, cool. So I think um, I'd done quite a bit of work around the food side of things before I came into your course. And for me, um, it was definitely, yeah, the body issues. I still had, I struggled to see myself in photos. They were a real challenge that could really trigger me. And I had specific body parts that I would hone in on and not like, uh, quite a few of them, but yeah, like my arms and my boobs and my legs. Yeah, so definitely had uh, a relationship with those, which wasn't the healthiest. And um, yeah, just thought that my body didn't have enough energy. I wanted, and it wasn't sexy enough and a fear of it changing as I got older too. Yeah. yeah. So those- How is that impacting your life? Well, for I mean, for the photos thing, I was really not present in photos. I knew that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't present in the moment. If I knew photos were going to be taken, um, I feared getting my photo taken because of the fallout once I saw that photo later. Uh, I think in terms of not having body parts that I liked, it really 
restricted what I would wear. I didn't wear strapless tops. Um, so there was that. And yeah, it was just, I was dressing to cover those parts up and make myself small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what made you decide that you wanted to get support around this? Um, I think similar to when I reached out for support around the diet mentality, it was taking up a lot of headspace. It requires a lot of energy to not like your body um, and all the thoughts that go on in on a daily basis about what was wrong with my body. So it was taking up a lot of my mental energy and I could feel that me feeling I was needing to make myself small with the way I dress was also impacting on other areas of my life where I was making myself small. So I really wanted to express myself and find my voice. And I knew that it was the next piece of the liberation puzzle from diet mentality. I'd done the work around the food. And then I knew the next piece to being free was that body image work. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I'm so glad that you found me. How did you find me out of curiosity? (laughs) I found you, gosh, that would have been quite a few years ago. Um, probably through uh, another podcast I was doing work with um, Isabel Fox and Duke, who is another coach um, for Stop Fighting Food. And I'm sure it was a shared podcast for that. Yeah. And then I started listening to your podcast and I was like, aha, this is um, someone who is focused on the body image side of things so much more. And yeah, I wanted to get uh, on your program, and then you went and had a baby. How rude! Uh, so I waited a couple of years. <laughs> I waited a couple of years, and I'm waiting for you to come back from maternity leave. Um, and so I was staying in the loop with um, your emails and things, and yeah, yeah, when you came. Cool, cool. I always like asking yeah. people that. So when you think about like your journey and and what we've done together along the way, were there any like key moments or stepping stones that you feel really helped you move forward? Yeah, I mean. The first thing that comes to mind is definitely turning down the voice of your doppelganger or it might be known as your critic, and cranking up the voice of self-compassion. Um, when you do the course, um, someone gives you, you know, you give us tools to be able to do that. But I think definitely realizing that the voice inside your head is can be a real pain in the ass sometimes and be really mean and learning how to turn that down and then just turning up the voice of self-compassion is so important and not about you know being happy all the time or loving your body all the time but just being compassionate towards yourself so that was a really big um, step for me and then I think also doing the photo work with you was really important for me um and moving to a place of uh, body neutrality when I saw myself in photos was huge. Yeah. So for both of those things, I'd be curious to know, and then we can, we can just like loop back to the compassion piece. Yeah. What's the impact been on you now that you like that you had that or that you learned those tools and have applied them? I think it gives me a space to realize when to recognize that those voices are happening is the first step. So it's just sort of unhinging from those negative thoughts and realizing actually while they're a part of me, they're, they're trying to protect me from um, something deeper. And it's really given me 
the ability to just when those voices are cranking on saying oh you shouldn't wear that or you shouldn't say that just lets me just like stop and realize that I have a choice whether to engage with that or not and I can just turn the volume down on that and then it just offers a sense of peace you know yeah yeah beautiful yeah because I know you said that you were feeling like a lot more softer towards yourself and just um like just kinder overall I think you mentioned that yeah and and it comes quite naturally now as well I mean you do it is a practice and you need to you know you give us the tools and it's like an ABCD process but then after a period of time you find yourself doing it quite naturally or a voice of compassion will pop up out of nowhere so instead of that voice of criticism you get a voice of compassion you're like whoa where did that come from and it's really nice yeah that's awesome oh that's so great to hear I love that and with pictures like would you say when you look at those things now you feel a lot more neutral when you see a picture of yourself yes I thought I was gonna get to a place where I was like yeah look so hard in these photos (laughs) but um (laughs) it's not like that um it is it's neutral And I think the more I see myself in photos and the more photos that are taken, I realize that it's just one snapshot and one moment in time on a particular angle, on a particular day. And it's just a very tiny part of uh, who I am and even how I look. And I can see them and some of them I like and, you know, some of them I don't like um, and some of them, but then my reaction's more just like a, you know, it's not, I don't get pulled in to it and it doesn't then dictate the rest of my day or my week. I just see the photo and move on with my life. Brilliant. I love it. That's so powerful. And so what, are there any other specific things that you've noticed about how you feel about, about your body or yourself since, um, since we've worked together? I think about my body a lot less. Um, we did, Um, some work around mirror checking. I was a chronic mirror checker and that was dictating a lot about how I felt about my body and about my day really. Um, And now I just don't think about my body very much. You know, I think about it, but it's it's within a, a healthy space. And also... You know, I try to practice gratitude towards my body and see it from a place of more what it can do for me rather than um, being at war against it where, yeah, I'm I'm a lot kinder and gentler towards it. But to be honest, yeah, I just don't think about it as much. Um, And coming into the program, again, similar to the photos, I was thinking, okay, I need to get to this place where, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm so sexy and, you know, um, and really like, get off on my body, get off on like my body so hot. But, and I do sometimes when I dress up and I put on a nice dress and I think I look cute. Um, but I don't need to feel that every day to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a huge change from, you know, like when you started and you were like really upset looking at a photo of yourself and, um, you know, like constantly checking to just be like, I don't think about my body as much anymore or so much. Like that's, that's, that's amazing. I know it's quite amazing how you can it to be such a, a big part of your life. And then, yeah. And then it can be minimized. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you mean, you still, I still do have days when 
I do not like the way my body looks. Um, but I know that's generally when there's other things going on and, you know, your course teaches us that when that voice is firing up and wanting to criticize, then I know that it's usually because of other things that I'm run down or tired. And it just makes me think about, oh, what else is going on here rather than thinking about how I can fix my body. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And so what were some of the um, highlight moments for you? I have written them down. I'm just going to take a second. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there were little things like, um, you know, on my birthday, I wore a strappy dress, you know, and showing my arms, like my arms were a thing for me and just being able to pick, go in and decide it was my birthday and pick a dress that I wanted to wear, not based on what looked flattering, but actually I love the color. I love the style. And it wasn't all about yeah, trying to hide my arms. So just being able to wear something that I felt comfortable in and um, yeah, feel pretty. And that was really cool. I think the other part is that um, I've spoken up a lot more at work. So um, there's the, bo- uh, there is the body image stuff, but you know, I was talking before about, you know, how you know, keeping ourselves small. It's not just about our body. It's about keeping ourselves small in our life. And I find that, you know, I'm able to express myself a lot more at work and um, I've found my voice, which has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. And like, so when you say that, do you mean like being able to set boundaries or like how has that kind of played out just out of curiosity? Yeah, I mean, there's been a few things like in my workplace, um, I have, you know, I would never claim for my overtime before, um, but now I know that I'm worth it. And yes, it's scary when it's not being offered up, but I'll be able to advocate for myself there. And also um, when I'm in meetings with my managers, I feel more confident to share my ideas Um, and that's quite freeing because I had all these ideas before, but, uh, I felt like, you know, that, that they were stupid or someone was going to laugh at me or what if it wasn't received. So yeah, it's given me the confidence to feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. I love that. That's so great. Um, and that's like how the impact is so much bigger than your body. It's like you showing up and reaping these benefits and also just like leaving your mark on the world. Like if you have things to offer at your job to improve stuff, it's great that you're able to share those ideas now. Like it's going to make the whole system better, especially knowing that you kind of work in healthcare and everything else. Definitely. And I mean, one thing that you taught was that like, (laughs) that not everyone's going to like me. And I think, you know, not everyone's going to, my body isn't going to be acceptable to everyone and my thoughts and opinions are not going to be acceptable to everyone, but that's okay because the people that I want in my life and to be on my side are the people who want to support my ideas and accept me for me. Yeah. Nice. Love it. And so how does all that feel for you? Uh, It's liberating, you know, it's just, I almost feel like I can just go out and create a life for me now based on my terms. You know, I feel I can, you know, I can wear what I want. You know, I can put my time and energy into things that are important to me. I'm not trying to people please as much. So it's just created this whole space for me to now wonder, well, you know, like you say, how do I want to leave my mark on 
the world, you know, because I'm not spending so much time focusing on my body or what other people think of me. You get all this energy and time back. And that's really cool. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so good. Because I know that was one thing you said at the beginning was just like, you were low energy, which a lot of people think, oh, I have to fix my diet to fix my energy. But a lot of times it's, or, you know, our mental health is really impacting our energy. And like the time that we spend fixating on our body or thinking about food, like just depletes so much energy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. And so um, do you have a piece of advice that you want to offer to our listeners? I think the piece of advice would be is that you're not abnormal. Like, unfortunately, we you know, we live in a society where hating on our bodies and being subconscious and trying to people please is just a product of the society that we live in. And it's not your fault. And that there are ways to change your life for the better. And that I just want to give a shout out to your program and say that, you know, The course will give you the tools that you need to be able to create a life freer and on your terms. And what's really great about Summer's course is that there is the ideas, but then there's the toolkit. And the toolkit is what you can just like take away and use into your day-to-day life and it will really make a difference. So yeah, if anyone's wondering whether it's going to work or it's going to help you feel better in your body, then definitely yes. Yeah. And you need a whole lot great women along the way and um yeah you learn from each other as well yeah that's what I was talking to Miriam earlier and she was just saying that it felt like such a safe space to you know share what you were really thinking and feeling whereas you know kind of having those things and speaking to them in a different situation you know you'd almost feel like hesitant or ashamed to kind of say the things that you were feeling but that she felt totally comfortable to do that around you and everybody else yeah. I think I've probably cried. I don't know, Summer, I have a bit of tally, but I, I've cried more with you than I've cried <laughs> with anyone else. And um, it's quite, yeah, liberating to be able to be in a space where you can work through some of that deeper stuff and have you and a whole bunch of women behind you that are going through the same thing and, yeah, very supportive um, and a loving environment. Thank you. And crying isn't scary for those of you listening. <laughs> I always just say, it's just like, it's your, it's just your eyes having an orgasm. It's not a scary thing. It's just like, you know, we, we welcome it and it's, it's okay. But cause I know that can kind of scare people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And I, I was, I wouldn't cry on this course and, um, and you, and it just comes up and it's okay. And you feel so much better afterwards. It's just like, okay, cleared the air. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Um, before we wrap things up here, is there anything else that you wanted to add? No, I just want to just say big thank you, um, to summer and to the group. And I just hope that more women also find peace with their bodies so we can go out and do the more important things that are important to us and create a life on our terms. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I mean, it's been amazing working with you. You were always just like so receptive and open and um, willing to be challenged. And, you know, I know you like definitely worked through some tough stuff during our time together. And I really admire how you trusted the process and trusted me 
and were, was able to kind of like go really deep on some things and reap the benefits of doing so. And you're, you're an inspiration. And I like, especially admire you as a healthcare worker right now. Well, I, I would anyways before, but especially right now. And you were just always so caring to everyone else too. Um, everyone in the group, like you, you genuinely just care about everyone and wanted to know how things turned out. And, and so it's, it's just been such a pleasure. And I'm so glad that you came into my life too. Oh, thank you, Sam. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much, Sam. Thank you. Rock on. Sam is a perfect example of how this stuff goes beyond your body and how, you know, she talked about being able to speak up at work and share her ideas and actually get compensated for her overtime. Like that stuff is amazing. It goes so much far beyond your body. The next story that I'm going to share with you today is Jill and Jill is a mom of two and she actually did the program a couple of years ago. I was super excited when she wanted to loop back around because she's come such a long way and it's a really good example of how the tools that you learn are applicable forever and how coming back to them just keeps helping you get stronger and more resilient and more compassionate towards yourself. And I think the thing that might really resonate with some of you in Jill's interview, she talks about it a little bit later, spoiler alert, but um, just how concerned her husband was when she first started doing this, because they were both really into diet culture together. And he thought she was giving up. And she was really concerned about the impact that that would have on their relationship. That was a big thing that we were trying to work through together in our time together. And it was a huge fear that she had. And so I won't tell you the ending. You can hear it for yourself. This is Jill Spotlight. Hi, Jill. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Summer. It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to see you and to catch up with you. We were just talking about how long it's been and you did the program in fall of 2017. So it was like, you know, just over two years ago, two and a bit years ago now. Which seems crazy. It seems crazy that it's been that long. But yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, you know, what you do, where you live? So my name's Jill and I, um, I live in Guelph, Ontario, Canada, and I work in communications at the university here. I have two young kids and a lovely family. Um, I'm pretty I'm good. I got a good setup. I got a good, I got a great family, you know, lovely life. Good. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what your frustrations were with your body or, or, um, if you had frustrations with, with food and dieting before we started working together, tell everyone a little bit about what, what those were. So I had dieted my whole life. I remember it's kind of starting in earnest and about grade eight. Um, and I just, you know, dieted with my friends and remembered, just remember, you know, being young and thinking, oh my gosh, I have to be thin. Um, and that kind of stayed with me my whole life. I just kind of always wanted to be thin and as thin as I got, cause I dieted a lot, dieted hard. Um, it was never thin enough. And I, you know, I can't remember a single day where I actually felt happy with my body, no matter what, you know, how much I, how much weight I had lost or whatever. And I kind of, I just assumed that dieting and this kind of obsessive pursuit 
of thinness was the norm because everybody I knew was doing it too. It was just what we did. It was what we talked about. We binged, we dieted together. We binged together. We felt awful about it together. And then we got right back on the wagon again. So it was just, and, and, you know, as my friends were doing it and the messages are everywhere too. And I, you know, so it was just an assumption I made and it didn't feel like there was any kind of choice in it. And then I would say, you know, probably a year before I started this course, I can't remember all the timing of it, but I kind of was in this kind of, I would say like agony, you know, where I I didn't know what to do. Like I felt like I actually couldn't diet anymore. Like I, I, I couldn't make it last. I, I would do it for like a few days, maybe a week, and then I would fall off the wagon and binge horribly. And I started to get scared and I was like, oh God, I don't know how to eat anymore. And I don't know what to do. What do I, you know, I was so scared and I was looking for help and I couldn't find it. Like I was like, I was like, do I go to Overeaters Anonymous? I'm like, what is happening? Like why? And it didn't feel like any of my friends who I dieted with my whole life had reached this kind of breaking point. And they were like, Jill, you're fine. Just, just get your, you know, get your, can I swear? Yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, get your shit together. It's fine. Right. And, um, and then what ended up happening, well, actually I'm going to wait because the next question answers that, asks that, but yeah, but I would say the diets were more and more restrictive and the binges got so much worse and I just needed help. Like I felt quite desperate and yeah. scared for my health, for my health and for just my, you know, it's weird, you know, like food is kind of tied to your survival and it felt like this really weird place to be in. Yeah. So. It sounds so similar to my experience for sure as well. And yeah. Just like, yeah. And just when it stops working. And I think a lot of people like you get to that point where it just nothing works anymore. And it's, it is really scary. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what, yeah. So like, obviously that led to kind of you deciding to make a change. So was there any kind of moment that made you do that or what, what, what led you to, to my work or to the world of intuitive eating and everything else? Yeah, there was a moment. So it was, um, so as I said, I was kind of like in this pretty kind of uncomfortable place for a while. I can't remember how long, but, and then this man at work, you know, sent around this email and said, oh, there's a seminar today on mindful eating. And I was like, huh, wonder what that is. I'll go, I'll go check it out. And I went and it was this dietitian who was talking about eating according to intuition versus eating according to science. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, cause I also had a health, like have a healthcare background. So food was like a primary, you know, I have to eat clean, you know, no fat, you know, like it was just this health related, all this health related information that I had had too. So it was eating was according to science to me, not a lot of fat, not a lot of carbs, not, you know, all this stuff. And it was never, and it was like just this idea of making this shift into eating um, intuitively. And I was like, it, it literally blew my mind. Like I was like, oh my God. And I knew right then that I was like, this is my path. Like this is what I have to do. And so I talked to the dietitian after and I said, can I get your card? I I said, I'd love to talk to you. So we ended up having a call. She was so lovely. And and so she was like, I said, what do I do? Like, how do I start? Like, how do I start this? And she said, well, what I would recommend is start listening to a few podcasts, read intuitive eating. Like she's recommended the book and 
So I did that and I just kind of dove headfirst into this world, right? I was like, started listening to podcasts. I found your podcast. I was listening to a few other podcasts and I was reading the book and I was like, oh my God, this is, this is my road, even though it was terrifying too, but this is my, this is my, this is what I need to do to find some peace. So that was the, that was what, that was my, uh, my light bulb moment. Yeah. And perfect timing, right? You got that right when you needed it. Cause oh if you had God, seen I that, did. you know, a couple of years before you might not have been ready or yeah. It's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's really true. Yeah. So what were some of the things that really helped you move forward that, that you can recall? So there were so many things. One that stands out for sure. Well, the one, the first thing that comes to mind for me for sure is the, was cleaning out your closet. <laughs> I, I can't remember if that was actually part of the course or you had put that on one of your blogs or a podcast that I listened to. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to do that. And it was one of the first things I ever did. And it was like monumental for me. It is. Um, right. Cause I was like to get rid of the clothes that didn't fit that I had held on to for my whole existence. And I feel like it was like the first time it just kind of showed me that I actually have a choice here, right? It was like, I can keep fighting this fight or I can, I can actually choose to live where I am and not keep trying to change. And it was, it was amazing. That was an amazing exercise for me. So thank you. I'm going to say thank you a million times. Um, (laughs) Another thing that I loved, and I think it was one of the first modules was defining your own values. And that is something that I think about all the time. I feel like I'm getting emotional. I might cry, but I love that so much. And I, cause I feel like it's just that idea of like making decisions based on your values. And that is totally how I want to live my life. Right. And I felt like that really solidified it for me. I was like, yes, like defining that and then saying, this is me. Like when I look at this, this is me. And this is how I want to make decisions and guide my life. And so I, I think about that all the time. I think about it with my kids. I think about it with my family. I say, I want to, I want to make a list of family values so that when we're having conflict, we can draw on those too. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So, so that was another, that was a big thing. Um, another thing I really remember was mourning the loss of my dream body. And we had done that in, in one of the modules as well. And I still think about that because certainly, you know, I still absolutely have times where, as I said to you in our kind of earlier conversation, you know, I think I will always live in that space of, you know, still wanting to be thin, right? But then making, having to make this conscious choice of that pursuit is no longer one that I choose. And it's, it's, it's not, it's not healthy for me. There is no health attached to that. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Right. And so, so I, so I, but I certainly still have the thoughts of being thin. And then I kind of feel like I go through that again. I'm like, okay, this is your body. This is your body now. And I try to, I try to mourn a little bit. I'm like that. I, I did. I, I had a thin body for a while at times, you know, and that, you know, for what that, that felt good sometimes. It was, it was always a really hellish experience getting there and maintaining it. But so I, I, that just still comes up for me a lot. And so I think it's a really important idea, right? That it's not just like you say, well, 
you're going to stop dieting. You know, maybe your body's going to change. Maybe it's not. But if it does, eh, just deal with it. It's like, no, no, there's a lot of sadness associated with that. Absolutely. Right? And it's this lifelong pursuit that we've all, you know, this pursuit of thinness that we've all done our whole life. So to just let go of that and just assume you're going to be okay is not realistic, right? So to actually name it and say, this is, this is sad. And I, and I have to mourn that, I think was a really a good thing for me. Yeah. I have lots of things, but I'm, I won't. I, I, and the other thing was shooting, shooting myself or that, <laughs> that I, here we went through the list of all the things we say in our, to, in our, to ourselves about all the things we should be doing. And so mm. that was my first awareness around that. And now I notice it all the time. And I, I pointed out with friends and, you know, and just kind of saying, okay, like stop putting that, that on yourself all the time. And, and just, I loved how this course also just brought in what it means to be a woman, you know, and, and, and the role that we kind of play in society and the pressure we put on ourselves and, and all that stuff. So that was things. And then the idea of normalizing, I remember on one of the calls, there was someone who was saying she just couldn't get past her belly. Like she just couldn't deal Mm -hmm. with it. She hated it. Mm -hmm. And you had said, you kind of put her through this exercise while we were on the call. And she's like, pull up your shirt. You were like, pull up your shirt, (laughs) look at your belly right now, put your hands on it, you know, and try to be loving towards it. Or it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was doing it at the same time. And, uh, and I like, and it was like, how, like, you know, it was like, can I kept asking myself, can I give this part of my body love? But then I kept just reminding myself, as you reminded us often, like, it's a choice. Like, you have to be intentional about it. And so I still do that. Like, I literally, when I wake up in the morning and when I wake up in the night and I go to the washroom, the first thing I notice is my stomach. I always, for whatever reason, I don't know why. I, like, put my hands on my stomach right away or something. And my first thought is like, ugh, right? But then I'm like, nope. I'm like, hello, darling. And I rub my tummy and I'm like, hi, sweetie. You're still there. You know? And I'm like, I try to actually give my stomach some love that's good and one other thing i would say is you recommended so one one of the calls i was talking about how i was so sad about this coat that i had i had this winter coat that i had spent a lot of money on years ago and i still loved it so much and it didn't fit anymore and i was devastated by it like i was like i just want to wear that coat like i just want to lose weight just for that to wear that right i remember that yeah (laughs) and you were like get it altered And I was like, the thought then, I was like, I can't do that. Like, I I was like, I couldn't accept that idea because I still, I guess, had hope that maybe I would fit into it or whatever. And I held on to it. And I think it wasn't until last winter and I got it altered. And it was like, the best. It was like, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy. Like, oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad you did that. (laughs) That's awesome. And that you could do that. And it's like she added this big panel down the sides and also added more space in the arms. So it fits me so well. And I I was so happy about that. And the last thing I would say is that, you know, you had said, you know, that you're never going to go back to day zero. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember saying that, mm-hmm. but just saying you'll have bad days. We're, we're all going to have bad days. We're going to feel like maybe we're falling back into old patterns that sometimes and whatever. And you said, but you'll never, you'll never go back to zero. Like you have to mark your journey from where you've come from, not where you're going. Right. Right. Yes. And, uh, and so it's all just new information for, for the road ahead. Yeah. Amazing. So like how, having been through all that, like what are some of the 
things that you've noticed, especially now that it's been, you know, like a couple of mm-hmm. years later, like, how are you feeling mm-hmm. in your body? How are you feeling about yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll say, as I said before, like, I think I'll, I'll always live in that space, right? I'll always live in that space of, you know, wanting, you know, wanting to be thinner, but that I feel like that has shifted. It's a lot less, it's actually a lot less than it was back then. And there's so much more acceptance around it. And some of the changes that I would say is one of the biggest changes is that I dress for my body. Like I, I don't hide it. Like I, I don't, I tuck, I tuck my clothes in, you know, and I, I don't try to, I don't try to wear big baggy clothes because I feel like I shouldn't show it. I think it looks so much, so much better and cuter and more stylish. And that's important to me. So, you know, and I just, you know, so that, that, that has been a huge thing to kind of change the way I dress a little bit, you know, to not hide it, you know, to, to just wear what I like and things that look, I think look flattering. And I notice it so more on other people. Like I notice women in larger bodies and I'm just like, gosh, she looks so good. And I, I feel like I never, I never thought those things before. And now I look at them and I think she's super sexy or she's super, like, she looks amazing and she's just Mm -hmm. owning her shit. And that's Mm -hmm. like, that's kind of what I'm going for. Nice. (laughs) Um, and another big thing that I've noticed is that it's that kind of self-compassion piece, right? So you know, I think when I, I know when I used to look in the mirror, I was really, really mean, even when I was like, however much smaller, right. Just mean, so cruel, right. You're so gross. How did you let this happen? Yes. You're so disgusting. Just awful. Right. Yeah. And I don't do that at all anymore. And I, I, I will never do that to myself again. And that was a huge change. And I, I now look in the mirror and it doesn't mean I look in the mirror every time and I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful or, you know, but sometimes I, I, I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, okay, I don't love, I'm not loving this. I'm not loving how I look today, but I'm still going to go to work. I'm probably going to share some laughs with friends at work and I'm going to be productive towards some goal that I'm trying to accomplish. And I'm going to come home and share a meal with my family and I'm going to love them and they're going to love me. And the way I look today has nothing to do with any of that, right? Yeah. Like, right? It won't have any impact. If I look, if I don't look good, all those things will still stay the same. So I think those are, those are some big things that have, that I notice. And that's so huge. Like just being able to live your life and be present in it, even even, if it's the same life, like, but to appreciate that because when you're, you know, feeling so negatively, or just you're not even there appreciating the things that you have. And um, especially, you know, you talk about your family and enjoying a meal with your kids, like, how wonderful that you can do that now and not be worried about what you're eating or anything else. Yeah, it's so funny, because I don't, I, I mean, I'm sure you it's impossible for you to remember everything. But one of my biggest struggles when we were on the calls was with my husband, who's a wonderful person, but has been, he's been super, what was a shared value of ours? Like this pursuit of like amazing body and, you know, or like health, it was always health related, but it was like, you know, we wanted to be super fit and right. Yeah. It was health related in quotation marks. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But what we thought was, what we thought was the pursuit of health. But so that was something. So he was really struggling with how 
I was changing and that he felt like I was kind of, quote unquote, giving up. Right. And that was really hard for him to see. So that was one of my biggest struggles during yes, his coaching. I totally calls. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really hard. And it's just funny because he now is like, he's like, it's, you're so different. Like he just, he notices it. And he's, he's like, like, he'll just be like, you know, you should never like, like you should never go back. Right. Like he, he's so, he's like committed to this journey. Oh, that's amazing to hear. And he's like, it's so it's, it's that, that's been amazing too. Like he, cause he's just, he saw he, it was like, we both, I felt like I had to take this, this, this dive into I had to trust, take this big leap and trust that I was going to be okay, even though it was really scary, right? When you let go of all the rules around food and all that stuff was yes. terrifying. Yes. And te- But also terrifying for him, for me to do it, right? Yes. And so, right? And so now I think we both kind of got through it and realized, okay, now it's actually okay. And he's seeing like, thank God you did that. Yeah. Right? So, oh, that gives me goosebumps. That's good, so good to goodness. hear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So how does all that feel for you? Um, it feels amazing. It, it, it just, it feels amazing. I mean, as I said, like, it's not, it's, it's all kind of grounded in reality, right? It's like, you know, I'm still a woman in the world with all these messages that are coming at us all the time. And I've, I, I internalized all of them you know, for my whole life. So there's still a lot of undoing, but I think I've done a lot of that work and, 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 it feels like freedom, you know, it just feels like being free of those chains that that bound me for so long and that it's a choice, right? That it's a choice. And I've, I've lifted that weight. Sometimes I can't believe that I've lifted that weight and I can't believe how long it's been. Like when we just said, Oh my gosh, it's been like two and a half ish years since I finished this course. And I'm like, my God, how is that? How has that happened so fast? Yes. But, But yeah, it feels really good. It just feels like freedom. I, Incredible. I, it feels, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Is there anything else that you want to add in terms of like moments that you wanted to share or anything like that? I would say one fun thing is that I'm taking a burlesque class right now. <laughs> right on. That's amazing. <laughs> And that's something I would never have done. Yeah, like I would never yeah. have done it when I was much smaller, right? Like I would never have done it. But it's just like, no, fuck it. It's owning this. I'm just like, I'm everybody. Everybody is beautiful. Everybody is good. And I'm just like going a bit minus two. And I'm just yeah. going and doing it. So it's really fun. That's awesome. Um, that's so cool. And like yeah. real empowering experience too super empowering. Yeah. And the only other thing I would say is for people who are listening or thinking about taking, you know, this course, I would say it's so worthwhile. And I would also say that it's scary. Like the process for me was scary. Yes. Um, because we've being thin is something that so many of us have thought it's just has to be, it's just the way it has to be. We have to keep pursuing this. And so to, let go of all those rules. And as I said, take this leap into the abyss and just trust that it's going to be okay. And I kept reading and kept hearing it's going to, it's going to level out. Don't know when it's different for everybody. It's going to level out and you're going to land somewhere and things are going to start to change. And that's, that's what happened. So I just, I would just say to people who are thinking about it, that it's so worthwhile. 
Yeah. And I really thank you for trusting me and the process. I know it was really hard for you. There were some really hard times, some really hard moments, especially with as it relates to, you know, your relationship and what that meant and being on a different path. And yeah, just seeing where you are now, it's just like, it's amazing to hear and see how those tools have stayed with you and those changes have stayed with you and amplified. And, and yeah, you just seem like so calm and comfortable and it's, it's awesome. It's amazing. So I'm so, so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I usually ask people if there's one piece of advice you'd like to give to anyone else. Um, but I, you, I know you just kind of gave one. Was there anything else that you wanted to give? There was one other thing. And I think you, I, I think it was you that said it, but it's something that I always remind myself. And that is that the mark you leave on this world is not your appearance. Yes. Right. And I just think that to me is like that the beauty, you know, the beauty is on the inside, right? It's like what I have, what, what if, when I die, what do I want people to remember me for, you know, yes. tight thighs, you know, I, you know, I was so disciplined. No, yes. I want them to remember me as like, she really loved the people in her life. She was kind and she, you know, she cared about the world. Like I, that's what I, I like. So I just remind myself, okay, that's my value, right? Yes. Those are my values. Yes. And the other things are not, and I can always, I always just have that choice. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. So good. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Okay. But thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Summer, thank it was you amazing. And yes. you're helping so many people. It's oh, amazing work you. that you do. Oh, thank you. It's been so awesome to catch up with you and hear about mm -hmm. how you're doing. It's been amazing. Thanks, Jill. Thanks. Rock on. As you heard me say in the interview, I was so happy to hear that Jill's husband got on board with everything and was like, noticed the changes and that it's been so much better for them collectively. Because I know that's a huge fear that people have when they're in a relationship. And it was just so cool to hear that. So I'm so glad she shared that. And it was such an honor to work with her. You can find all the links mentioned in this podcast, including details on You on Fire and the video version of these interviews and a link to watch the entire Spotlight series that includes women from past cycles at summerinandin.com forward slash 164. Part two is going to be coming at you very soon, and you'll hear two more interviews there. And on a final note, I just want to say I've been running You on Fire for five years now, and every year I'm blown away by the transformations that take place. And as you can hear, it's it's not about liking the way you look. It's about transforming the way you see yourself and your outlook on life. So if you're curious about it, then definitely don't wait. Now is your time. Imagine where you could be three months from now if you take this leap. And yeah, that's all I want to say. Let's do this. Okay. I'll talk to you next time. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanin, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Summer Inanin. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on. Rock on.